What's that? CD player. For who? For me? Yeah. I don't want it. You know, you love music. All the old stuff's being reissued on CD. All your old favorites. Pajama Game, Connie Francis. Here. Laughing at birds featuring BCHQ. I'm trying to set the scene up, but at the same time making sure that you know what I'm talking about. Do we get into that more or do we leave that? Because if people are watching this, it's going to be hard for us to do these without spoiling it, innit? Perfect. I think we're going to have to kind of not uh, censor things because otherwise people. Do you know what I mean? People might come here that have already seen it as well, just to see what we thought of it. You win! This is what it is, okay? I said, empty your mind. Be formless. Shapeless. Like water. You! What is on it? I warn you. You hurt yourself at your own fault. Mm. Keep working. Go! <laughs> Brazil! Come on! <laughs> USA! China! <laughs> India! Yoga! Spain! Spain! <laughs> Island! Concentrates on the bones, sinews, muscles, and the more fragile joints. All of the technique's power lies in the fingertips. The touch must be at once gentle and yet like an iron vice. Intended for mature audiences. Welcome. Laughing at birds. Shit, everybody gonna be running out. I said that's my girl. That's that's part of me. That's my wife. Ooh. Yeah, that's my wife. Don't be looking at my wife. Yeah, I'm gonna knock. You gonna do what now? Laughing at birds. And then she gonna give me a billion dollars in cash. Yeah. For her, for for my services. For your services. Yeah. She gonna be like, oh, I gotta go back. I gotta go back to 
singing. I I'll talk to you later. Here's a billion dollars. Here's a billion Thanks dollars. Cash. Thank you for making me wet and good. Appreciate and then she gonna you. call me. She gonna call me. I'm pregnant. Yeah. I'm like, who baby is that? Be like, I need to go on Mary Povich right now, dude. Uh, I'm gonna go on more. That's what I'm you saying. You are not the father. You are not the fucking father. You are not the fucking father. You are not the father. They thought you were a fucking flower, Kevin. Oh, they're gonna wear a yellow. Uh -huh. That baby don't look uh -huh. like me. Wear pink. Oh, you uh -huh. are the father. You feel like a hungry man. You feel like a hungry man? Yeah. Of course, hungry you're talking about getting Cardi B pregnant. You're working up appetite. Lucky man. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. I do karate and get girls pregnant. I'm serious. I make babies. I don't believe in wearing rubbers, man. If you ain't willing to die for it, you really didn't want it. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's what the problem was. Because I heard him first. I said, hold on. I said, hold up. Wait a minute, something ain't right. Cause then I start to taste them. I say, and then I start to smell them. So it's like a smell that tastes like other. So I knew something was wrong. I knew something special about it, you know? I ran upstairs, I had to run. Then I had to do what that little girl, what's that little girl uh, in the Holocaust? She had a, uh, she was Ann Hathaway. <laughs> Frank, Frank and Beverly. I'm sorry. And Frank, that's a hiding bitch, ain't it? I had to get up the stairs. So he had so much rhythm. When he was walking up the stairs, he said, doom, doom, doom. Bitch, I started to almost beatbox up in the closet. Oh, boom, boom, boom. But I couldn't do it yet, because I couldn't die. I got caught tomorrow. So I'm just a little shook up. That's all that is. You ever listen to K. Billy's Super Sounds of the 70s? It's my personal favorite. Joe Egan and Jerry Rafferty were a duo known as Steelers Wheel when they recorded this Dylan-esque pop bubblegum favorite from April of 1974. That reached up to number five as K. Billy Super Sounds of the 70s continues. Laughing at birds. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Waka waka. Can you hear me now? Good. Make sure you get your whole head in front of the shotgun. Thank you for calling. You please. Thank you for calling. Perfect.
exhibition. Time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. Mr. Reed, it is out of sheer morbid curiosity. I'm allowing this freak show to continue. You dare. Whatever. Suck it, loser. It's unbelievable the energy that's in this place. And action. That dude right there, bro. Wait, Let's go home and scissor. Yeah, I like dicks. All right. <laughs> that wasn't a question. You've got to take a position sometime, somewhere. That was it. It deals with children. It deals with parents. It deals with family. I mean, I think the, the older characters, especially in the beginning, you don't see older characters written like that. Then, I mean, you know, you have to put certain things to, to escalate it a little bit. But in a way, that's about fam family, too. You know, loyalty and, you know, big issues like that. And I just think it's, it's so well written. I mean, I, I sit there and just go, Jesus Christ, it's so goddamn smart. Laughing. At. Birds. I spent over 12 years in prison. In 18 years, I did 12 total. And it wasn't the hard part, wasn't going to prison, it was getting out and trying to be part of society again. Because um, at one time I was a contractor. I had four employees, three bedroom house, blah, blah, blah. And I, I had to lose it all to realize it was just stuff, but still. Then when you're done with your time, and I discharged my sentence in February 11th, 2011, I got my parole papers signed off. I became a citizen again. I can actually vote. I can actually go in and vote for the president. But I can't get a job here or can't have any apartments because they won't accept felons. And uh, I even went through an agency that took felons. And they'll give a pedophile an apartment before they will me because I had a drug charge. I wasn't even dealing drugs. I had possession. But anybody that has possession of drugs, they're worried about them selling drugs in their apartments. So they won't give them one. This place would give a pedophile, somebody who raped a little baby or something, and give them an apartment, but they wouldn't let me have one because of my felony. Because I had a drug felony. And it's just the hard part was just becoming part of society again. It's like they didn't want me. Um, they didn't want me to be part of their society. So I just decided, fuck it. I'm gonna sleep in a tent. I'm gonna do what I love for a living. 
which is playing music. And if I just make a little bit of money, I'd rather do what I love with a passion and make a little money than go back to contracting and try to make a lot of money and be part of a society that doesn't even want it. Fuck them, you know? Fuck society. That's what I feel. Feel that? I, I meet a lot of good people, but I believe there's a lot of good people out there, but for the most part, most people, all they care about is themselves. You could be standing there on the corner bleeding and people just drive by you. They wouldn't want no part of it. You wouldn't want no part of the drama. So there'd be one in ten that might stop and help. I walked up to a woman once to ask her what time it was. I was pushing, I needed to know what time it was, so I went up to ask this woman what time it was. She's like, oh, get away from me. I don't have any money. Leave me alone. I'm like, I don't want to. She's like, just get away from me. Go. I'm like, and I'm thinking, what could have this woman been through that she's so terrified of a stranger that she... What if my wife was pregnant and her water just broke and I needed help? I mean, who knows? What if I was having chest pain and I needed her to call 911? She didn't care. Just get away from me. Go. I don't got no money. She thought all I wanted was money. I just want to know what time it was. And it hurt, man. Damn. It does hurt. Humanity is what so many people have what have they been through that makes them so terrified of relationships with people that they just don't want nothing to do with nobody. It's sad. So I wasn't scared of you when I saw you. You're one in a million, you know? I mean, you're actually sitting down and talking to me, you know? Most people don't give it to you. But it's alright. You know, when it when it comes down to it, I came in this world by myself and when I die I'm gonna be the only one in that coffin. And uh, so really all I guess that matters is me, I guess. I think people matter, but the more I'm starting to see, less and less. You matter, bro. I feel that way about you, too. Man. I mean, you care. You it's matter. sad to see that most people don't. It's just sad because there's so much beautiful things in life. There's so many beautiful things in life. Relationships are beautiful. Nobody wants relationships. Check this out. I've got over 240-some friends on Facebook. Most of them I knew from high school. I mean, I knew a lot of people I, I got around, all right? 240-some people I know on Facebook. Most of them I thought were good friends from high school. Christmas Day, I Facebooked them all, and I'm like, hey, it's Christmas. I haven't talked to some of y'all in over 20 years. Here's my number. Call me. Let's have a conversation. Nobody. And I posted that thing over and over Christmas Day. Nobody. And I'm talking people that ask me to be their friend. Oh, so-and-so wants you to be their friend. Well, I know this person from high school. Sure, I'll be their friend. What does that they mean? What does that mean? It means people don't want relationships no more. They're so into their internet, so into their Facebook. They got their face, just their idol. Internet's become an idol, man. It's like, people don't want relationships. They want the kind of relationships where they can be who they want to be and be who they are. You know, instead of being who they are, be who they want to be and pretend to be. Oh yeah, I'm six foot four and I got dark hair and blue eyes and big shoulders, but then I, I can't ever meet this person because I don't look like that, you know? Most people on these internet relationships, man. I even, a girl, my high school sweetheart. I, I hooked up with her on Facebook, contacted her, hey man, let's meet. Well, she gave me her number, she's like, well look, just text me. I really don't have time for conversations no more. She'd rather go text back and forth for two hours, texting back and forth, Instead of having a 10-minute conversation to get something People don't want conversations. They want... They don't want nothing. Really? Totally agree. I know. So, 
I mean, but I'm just trying to make the world a more better place, man, a more beautiful place. And if music and art can do it and somebody appreciates it, that's all that matters. If I can make a difference in one person's life, that's all that matters. You made a difference in my life. Praise God. I mean, hallelujah. You did. I would be sitting here with you if he, if he hadn't. Because you were playing your guitar when I walked up. Hopefully it's a positive difference. We can all make a negative influence in somebody's life, but if we can be a positive difference in somebody's life, we make it stink for a minute. Maybe there is something worth caring about. I had a difficult childhood, but there's no excuse for people not being able to do what they want to do. You can do anything. As I've told you before, I lived in the back of an old car. I taught myself to read and write. So if you're young, don't give up. Don't say the world is just against me. That's not true. I taught myself to read and write. I've had five books published. I went to, to college. The following program is intended for mature audiences. I've raised five children. I've buried a mother, father, sister, brother, wife, and daughter. So, a person can accomplish anything that they want. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey kid, take off your mask. Are you ugly? Tired of trying to hide your face behind expensive makeup? Have you been quarantining yourself long before this pandemic happened? Hi, I'm YouTube sensation Jack of One Tree. Laughing at Birds has teamed up with a local artist and we are bringing you the latest must-have fashion accessories during this pandemic. With the summer quickly approaching, it is paramount to your social life that you have the ability to not only shield your face from deadly germs, but also to not have to worry about your mug. Wow, thanks a lot. Protect yourself from COVID-19 and unnecessary criticism. What happened with you, your motherfucker goat? Recent studies that have been done in the ghetto have shown that people who are unpleasant to look at are four times more likely to quarantine themselves even when it's not necessary. So do your social life and your neighbors a favor and grab one of these masks today at Pod on Instagram or message us on Twitter at LaughingBirds. Your neighborhood will thank you. Available in hungry, small, medium, large, and now super size. Do I look like a freak to you? No. You know, you've always been real big on telling me that my face doesn't matter, but it does, doesn't it? It's not true. Bullshit! I'm sorry, you know? Maybe I was wrong. Goddamn right you were. Laughing at birds. I told you, don't fuck with me. I'm Special Agent Jack Crawford with the FBI. This is Agent Seller and Agent Price. We'd like to speak with you about two of your former patients. Would you like to come in? 
We saw Duncan Haller in her lawyer room. Whenever our last appointment, I can check in my calendar if you want. Sure. Have you found them? Yes, we have. Mr. Haller is deceased, and Mr. Rowe might as well be. intended for mature audiences. white so clean. 
Jesus. Oh, my Jesus. We know your time is valuable. Thank you for holding. Someone will be with you as soon as possible. Okay. Why didn't you just go along with that? Why? Because it made me him feel better. Right. Okay. Once again, no one cares about my feelings. I just had a prostitute lecturing me about how I should care about the feelings of a smackhead who robbed me. That sounds... He works for me and she was doing the washing up. All right, it's complicated, isn't it? Well, none of my business, I'm sure. Interesting. Oh, what is? No, it's the way you said none of my business, I'm sure. Like you thought it was your business. No, I didn't. Well, you did. What's wrong with you? Why can't you just be normal? I mean, I know you're not normal. You're bitter and angry and depressed and you're all upset with the world. But for God's sake, this is your dad. I know. You know, can you not just maybe pretend to be normal for the ten minutes that you've Oh, was that Dave that I've seen for 10 minutes? No, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I was just saying that maybe for the 10 minutes... Yeah, no, it's just a lot of opinions for some of it is in your business. You can still feel hurt. Right, no, I get that. Everybody can. No, 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 I get that. It's just a bit weird from someone who's looking after my dad as their job. It's a bit unprofessional. Give me all this attitude. Don't you think? You'd think with two mortgages out, the repo guy staking out my car, my job on the line, my wife threatening to leave that I'd stop. It's a disease, Leon. Yeah, man. Look, admitting you have a problem is the first step. Yeah. Well, I guess I must be doing pretty good because I've got one big problem. Don't worry about it, Leon. It's okay, Leon. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? My name is Jack. Hi, Jack. And I have an anger problem. Welcome. This is my first meeting. It wasn't easy to bring myself here. Hey, man, well done. Well done is right. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. After the day I had today, a little bit of applause never hurt anybody, right? But, but often what lands us in here is nothing to applaud at. Actually wound up that how my day started was I threatened to slap some kid that lives halfway across the world. I mean, I shouldn't, I shouldn't laugh. That's not funny. That's really fucked up. That's not. You're. It's a. It's a breakdown, right? But that's why. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm. I'm doing this because I want. I want to improve. I want to do better. And I can't afford a plane ticket. <laughs> God damn it. Is that supposed to be funny? I can't do that. That's not It's not what this is supposed to be. Two people in the back. You get it. You get it. Seriously, though, all jokes aside, I, I think the reason why I'm so angry 
is because I realized for the first time in my life that for the rest of my life, I'm going to have to be dependent on drugs. Somebody in here knows what I'm talking about. See that though? That's that's my defense mechanism right there. Trying to make jokes, make people laugh. And in the process though, I'm not addressing what the issue is. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to accomplish here. I know this is not typically the way these things work. But I'm sure a few of you have been coming here for a long time. Maybe you can kind of share a little bit of your journey and how it is that you've managed to make it this far without relapsing back into old habits that will eventually get you locked up and or killed. Thank you. Uh, my name is Walter and I'm new to this group. Uh, as a matter of fact, friends, this is my 936th consecutive meeting. Hand of God. I am certainly not new to these meetings. I've been coming 18 years now. But uh, I got to say, if I learned anything, it's that anger is not your problem. What? Not even close. The fuck is that mean? I don't know how to say this without sounding a little rude. Okay. But you're a lemon. What the fuck is this guy's problem? Like a bad car, there is something inherently defective in you. And you, and you, and me, and all of us in this room. We're all lemons. We look like everybody else. But what makes us different is our defect. Wow. Did you write that down before you came here? Because you must be a real observant motherfucker to pick up on that. We're only sitting in a room full of boozers, drug addicts, hotheads, and gamblers. How could you have possibly picked up on that small fucking detail? Look, you see, this is the type of shit I was talking about. This is how I ended up here in the fucking first place. Because of guys like that, motherfuckers like this, think they know everything. Dude, wow, I'm broken. You figured me the fuck out, bro. You want to fix it now? You want to give me the secret code? Now, there's another story. Oh, I see. Now the mouthpiece has locked you, huh? I know where you're coming from. Out, huh? Believe me, I know. I heard your story, and uh, it's something I relate to. You ever punch a cancer patient in the face? That's a temper right there. I'm talking about the kind of loss that makes your asshole pucker up to the size of a decimal point. I've been there. You know what I mean? You've just recreated the worst possible nightmare this side of malignant cancer for the 20th goddamn time. Bars. And you're standing there, and you suddenly realize, hey... I'm still here. I'm still breathing. I'm still alive. Us lemons, we fuck shit up all the time on purpose because we constantly need to remind ourselves we're alive subconsciously. Hell, everybody here knows what I'm talking about. I'm no puppeteer, Kevin. How does he know my name? I don't make things happen. I think I'm in the wrong room. Doesn't work like that. I'm sorry, is this for delusional people too? What the fuck's going on here? Anger. Not your problem. It's this fucked up need. To feel something. Is it weird that he's kind of making sense? To convince yourself you exist. That's the problem. The fucking issue is the solution, not the problem. If I had the solution, I wouldn't be here right now. You know what? I think this is a mistake. I probably should fucking just leave. Hey, Kevin! There's nothing Fuck out there for you. here with this guy. Don't be such a fucking chump! Well, you wanted my attention, and now you got it. To quote Stitches... What you gonna do with it? You pull your own strings. You're not making any sense. Do you even know where you are right now? Yeah! Apparently, we have a fucking comedian on our hands. Let's get one thing clear. This is my bit, dude. Okay? I crack the fucking jokes. Not you. Me. Step on up, son! Come on, that's good! 
You got a whole lot of that fury! You're right, I do. I do have a lot of that fury. I was pulling fucking knives on motherfuckers in elementary school, bro. I have an anger issue, which is why I'm fucking here, Dunscap. Yeah, that's the last thing to go. That's the final hiding place. It's the final fig leaf. What does that mean? You're like the fucking Riddler, except everything you say sucks. Wow! is intended for mature audiences. Back there. What's that about? That was about me getting right. What you do with it is up to you. This cow, this cheap fuck gun and a badge tough guy, like to see him meet me somewhere. What? What are you saying? What you just did with some kind of audition? No! how he feels those guys back there and you know they wouldn't be armed how'd you know they wouldn't have guns there wouldn't be the two of us left for dead oh fuck most fights are over before they start those guys followed us into an alley what kind of idiot goes into a blind alley to escape. Emotion over logic. They didn't think, they just reacted. So they let me dictate. There are no victims, only volunteers. leverage to be able to say in the partnership meeting it's time to take any crate out of the game what game i don't know whether he was trying to humiliate her or hit on her it wasn't clear what was clear was the indecency of it this is what lawyering has degenerated to Carrie Lansing lost her husband. He's probing her about her sex life. It was a blatant abuse of our process. It was an embarrassment. 
to the integrity of our profession. This attorney should be sanctioned severely, Your Honor. A message has to be sent to the bar that our bar is raised higher than an episode of reality television. Denny Crane demeaned Carrie Lance. He demeaned our court system, and he should be dealt with. Mr. Crane? Pretty powerful stuff. I can see this room is very powerful, man. And that's a big thing for lawyers, isn't it? Power. Fear feeling weak. I've seen it before. Attorneys going up against Denny Green. They jump and stomp and shake the fist and bow the passion rich. Makes good demonstration. But through the merits, this lady has alleged in her complaint loss of consortium. Legal terms. Meaning sex and affection. And if she's enjoying sex and affection, it's wrong. It's a mitigating factor. I'm entitled to explore. Ripley may not like it, but it's legitimate. And I think that I conducted my probe in the relevant privacy of a closed conference room. Most powerful man made it much more public with his impassioned chest thumping in a courtroom. I object. Oh, go ahead and pile the tape. I'll tell you what I object to. We have an offer on the table. You so love to pile. An offer I can't discuss because the settlement talks have been seen. Suffice to say, it is on the high side, the extreme high side, considering the fact that liability is not certain. Mr. Lansing had a pre-existing heart condition. I'm coming to join you, honey! But instead of taking the offer, powerful guys like Mr. Ripley want to go to trial. Why? Because I'm the above. It's a coup to be the big guy. But what if you don't? You demean the profession, Mr. Powerful Guy. You're using your clan to get a notch. For your own ego. Objection. Trial you may lose, in which case she gets nothing. Objection. Oh, but if you're loud enough. Objection. enough and strong enough. You may never realize. You blew it. Hey. I didn't hear you come in. You looking for the doc? Not here. Hey, girl. Tried the office. Not there either. I don't know why people carry cell phones if they're not going to answer them. I wouldn't do that. There's no crying in here. That would hurt. That would be the idea. You never hit a person like that? I have. Still alive? Some of them. So where do I get one of those? What is that, a nightstick? Depends. Why would you want one? The following program is intended for mature audiences. There's this asshole at school. Who's done some shitty stuff believe me or whatever great opportunity for a life lesson anytime somebody bullies you you should thank them every day you're joking right right now this bully is the only person in your life who's giving you an actual challenge everybody else is anesthetizing you hugging the power out of you making you weak I think the struggle of living in the world gets easier 
people stop giving you a hard time. Learn to stand up for yourself now and give it right back to them. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. This is a baton. For your purposes, it's probably not ideal. People identify it as a weapon right away. It can be a problem down the road. Your best offense? Look around. That doorstop, straight to the temple. Base of that lamp, shot to the kidneys. Just draw a pull over here. Great for a jab to the eye. I would like to be alone when I like the phone rings too often. There's a, too many cameras and all that, and I kind of accept it, but it's not me. When these things are gone, I go back to the room and I become myself again. Oftentimes, I'll pull down all the shades like I used to, just lay down in the room for five or six hours just alone. Just lay in that bed and get something back, some kind of juice. Just being away from people is one of the most marvelous fulfillments a man like me can have. Just the absence of humanity is a fulfillment so graceful that even God would understand if he invented them. He probably didn't. for people who can't face drugs. Massachusetts children have shown elevated levels of lead in their blood. And yet, what is our biggest fear? The dirty bomb. Waka, waka. Not the dirty water. Objection. Your Honor, Mr. Shore is introducing evidence in his closing that was never presented at trial. Nonsense, Your Honor. I refer you to Plaintiff's Exhibit Number Apple. I don't think you made up a word, though. You just told it. Beg your pardon? Apple trash can is big from God. I'll have to think about that. Okay. Okay, why? Okay, go on, think about it. It might take me a little longer than you to think about something. That's all right. Huh? Mr. Shore. Now, I think you're 60, but classic electrons are free. Objection. I think. Mr. Shore, you have a notorious history of courtroom theatrics. If your aim is to force a mistrial, you will be disappointed. <laughs> that is just the two of us sitting here in private. What'd you just say? Pillow pants joined forces over embargo pylon. You aren't sailing past honor for the liking of a room. 
These questions are birthday basements. To end the blue radish is the upside of luxury, and sparking a good lizard can only make tears fall in hindsight. Puddles do not ask for why not. It is cheese, breath, and wind. Yeah, I mean, I could take that statement one or two ways, but I won't take it the good way, because that's my nature. That way I get to live in my world, not yours. What makes you think mine is so bad? I don't think it's so bad, I just know it's free. What? I think the answer to your question is that the dialectic of the homily always presupposes a ground of evil. Man, how's that? That's strong as a man's breath, professor. Whoa, wouldn't I love to lay some shit like that on the brothers? Word salad. It's a phenomenon of confused language, seen most often in patients with schizophrenia or another underlying psychosis. Now, similar symptoms may also result from head trauma or an invasive tumor. And I have none of those. According to the MRI, your brain looks normal. I wouldn't know if it didn't. Also, you don't display any symptoms of psychosis or schizophrenia. Well, we hardly know each other. Did you tell me? The truth of it is, the brain is very much a mystery. It's theoretically possible that these symptoms might be brought on by acute anxiety. How are things at home? I live alone in a hotel. All right. I see. Word salad? It's talking and unintelligible gibberish brought on by anxiety. Give me some pills. Ooh, let me see. Blue, I like blue. Something to wash it down with? I don't know. I rather value my melon coffee. Used to be a personality trait one was allowed to have, like Abraham Lincoln or Lord Byron. Now one is required to grin and say things like, Great, you don't eat pills. You need to stop helping people. What do you mean? No, those old people were being fleeced by that conservator. The smokers. That gloomy little girl that wouldn't smile. You try to help those people and don't deny it. I don't, but what the hell does that have to do with this episode of Word Salad? Well, Island, the, the human mind's like a bucket. You can only hold so much. You see all that suffering going on around you and, and you get involved. It fills up your bucket and soon it's overflowing. The doctor recommended that I take a few days off. I know just a thing. I'm going to take you to my spa. I'm going to empty your bucket. Hence the imbalance that you spoke. You know, you could go on TV, Professor Good Looking Man, like yourself. You know that? Stop. I'm serious. I wasn't even sure you was a professor till you laid that shit on me. No, I think you're having fun at my expense. No, I ain't. Well, I think you are. Honey, I swear, I ain't. I couldn't say a thing like you just got done saying. I'm out of The following program is intended for mature audiences. The rain. Waka waka. Sometimes it gives me the blues. Why would I leave? I like it here. Here's your pills. When you first came here. Annie. I only love the writer part of Paul Sheldon. Annie, what is it? Now I know I love the rest of him too. Annie. Sometimes it gives me the blues. I know you don't love me. Don't say you do. I have this gun. I might put you beautiful. Brilliant. 
famous man of the world, and I'm to think about using it. Not a movie star type. You'll never know the fear of losing someone like you if you're someone like me. Laughing at birds. You don't love me. Book's almost finished. Here's your pills. Your legs are getting better. Soon you'll be wanting to leave. You don't love me. Why would I leave? I like it here. Gun. That's very kind of you. I like it here. But I'll bet it's not altogether true. You don't love me. I have this gun. I might put bullets in it. You don't love me. Sometimes I think about using it. I might put bullets in it. I better go now. Games, they vegetize you. See? Yeah. Hey, if you play the games, you're voluntarily taking a tranquilizer. I, I guess they give you some chemical restraints, huh? Drugs! What did they give you? Thorazine? Haldol? How much? How much? Learn your drugs. Know your doses. It's elementary. Why don't you just tell them I'm doing fine? I did. No, you didn't. You asked how I'm doing, and you just looked at me. Well, you, you know, nobody's doing... I mean, you're not 100% fine. Nobody's doing 100% fine. Well, he asked if I'm 100% fine. He asked how I'm doing. He's fine. He's doing real good. He's doing great. Okay. Okay. You seem nervous. Oh, what? Okay, I guess what's unnerving is that every time that I, you know, come for an evaluation, you guys just want to act like everything is cool. You know, and it's like the test for me is if I can act, you know, calm and cool, and everything is cool. Everything is cool, Pete. Everything is cool, right? Okay, you say that so easily, but this shit determines whether I get to stay home or, uh, you know, come back here. I don't think you guys appreciate it. I mean, what if you had to, you know, go to an evaluation every year and as to whether, you know, you get to live in a, a, a mental hospital? I guess I feel like I would be okay. How, how the hell is that okay? Because if I'm okay living on the outside, I'm going to do everything I can to stay on the outside. And if I'm in trouble and I need help, I'm going to get the help that I need. So it's a win-win. Yeah, providing that your doctor doesn't make a mistake or providing you don't come in on a bad day. You got to give us more credit than that, Pete. You should know that no one here is looking to take away your freedom. We're all here just to make sure you're okay. That's it. Okay? I mean, if if you are, that's good news. Right? Yeah. I'm not looking to get you back in here. I'm hoping you stay out. And I know I'm a little weird and unorthodox. And I'm sorry if that unnerves you, but I, I gotta be me, Pete. I like levity. Like to be like. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's doing fine. He's doing really good. Okay, good. That's he's, good to hear. He's working hard. Everybody likes him. And, uh, he's dating. Good, good. Yeah. What? Jesus, Horace. What? What? That's none of this fucking business. He's your doctor. No, he's not. He's just the fucking new guy. That's who they get to do this. Dr. Carlson was my doctor. You know, he's just a 
fucking guy that does the check. What do you want I don't me know this guy. Think, you know. You want me to act? You want me to act like everything's like everything's normal? You want me to just pretend? This is reality. You used to live in a mental hospital. Now they got they let you out on meds, but they got to check on you once in a while. That's it. That's what's going on here. So. You don't have to tell him I'm fucking dating, okay? okay? That's I, my business. Yeah, he's not dating. He's he's a loser, but he's fine. Oh, fuck you, Horace. You know, if you're nervous about what he thinks, then this is I don't I don't think this is helping much. Nah, this doesn't concern me. I'd be more concerned if Pete was in here for anger. But all he's showing me is that he's got a firm grip on reality and he's not happy with it. That's fine. There's folks walking around like that all day. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, can we go now? Uh, no, uh, there's something we gotta talk about. How's the medication treating you? Shitty. No, I, I fall asleep at random times of the day. It still messes with my stomach. Oh, plus, they switched companies on me and I wasn't able to get any for a fucking month. Did you run out? No, no, I didn't. Okay, all right. It's not your stomach that the meds are attacking. It's your liver. Yeah, whatever. Pete, um, I'm about to get real serious with you for a minute. The propadol is great. It keeps you living at home. Keeps your worst symptoms away, and the side effects, for the most part, have been a uh, an acceptable trade-off so far. So far? Well, some of the outlier patients who started taking propadol before you are getting increased damage to their intestines and liver because of the drug. It's, um, it's worse than we thought. Oh, Christ. So what I'm telling you is that we will not be able to keep renewing the prescription. That's the bottom line. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I know. It sucks. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, I just wanted to let you know what was going on. Wait, what? So what happens? Well, Pete's got enough propanol to get him through the end of next month. Yeah. And um, after that, we will... After that, uh, what exactly? We will, uh, we'll need to re-admit him. Pete. Hey. Pete, man. You should know that there are people trying to sort out many solutions for you. Okay. I'm gonna try to keep you in the world. I'm sorry. It's fucking Easter coming up too. That's communication with the outside world, Doctor's discretion. Huh? Nah. Uh, hey, all of these nuts could just make phone calls. They could spread insanity oozing through telephone cables oozing to the ears of all these poor, sane people, infecting them. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Wackos everywhere, plague of madness. Come on, let's go. In fact, very few people, very few of us here are actually mentally ill. I'm not saying you're not mentally ill, all for all I know you're <laughs> crazy as a loon. But that's not why you're here, that's not why you're here, that's not why you're here. You're here because of the system. There's the television, it's all right there, all right there. Look, listen, Neil, pray. Mercy's not productive anymore. It needs to make things anymore. It's all automated. What are we for then? We're consumers. Ah, okay, okay. Buy a lot of stuff. You're a good citizen. But if you don't buy a lot of stuff, if you don't, what are you then? Welcome. I ask? What? I'm to L. 
Back, Jim, back. If you don't buy things, toilet paper, new cars, computerized blenders, electrically operated sectional devices, serial systems with brain implanted headphones, screwdrivers, miniature built-in radar devices, voice-activated computers. Take it easy, Jeffrey. Be calm. Right? That's right. You're a very attractive woman. Ah.
program is intended for mature audience. Welcome. Alright. Let's do this shit. Get it out of the fucking way. Before I do podcast Saturdays, get with the fucking program. I'm doing a thing. Wait, you said you wanted to eat right now? But no. That never. Stop it. No. Where do you... Where does she come up with this shit? I don't know. I'll tell you what. I'm like, what is, what is your... What? I said, why do you say you want to put on my corset? What the fuck, dude? Bro, she's got a, a, a sick fascination with trying to dress me up like a lady and I'm not having it. God why damn it. you say you want my kick-ass That's, that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, I appreciate, I appreciate those of you that <coughs> understand when I'm running a bit and you don't become offended by the idea that I don't like the same shit that you like. I appreciate those of you out there that I'm queers. understand that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one way to, that's one way to put it. Well, not like, you know... I mean, whatever you say now is just gonna make it worse. <laughs> whatever you say now is just gonna make it worse. Ew. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it. Abandon it. It's over. I gotta do it again. You can't... No, you gotta you, keep the fucker in the lip. You can't. That's just fucking ridiculous. Well, just imagine if I didn't come in here. You would've just been talking. Ugh. And you would've been the faggot with the fucker on Jesus! The you motherfucker. You make me do it again. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm bad enough on my own. I don't need your goddamn help. Welcome. Fuck. Now bite your fucking mouth, will ya? <laughs> Dude, okay, look, I'm. You're being a faggot. The following program is intended for mature audiences. <laughs> a big faggoty asshole. You know what? You know what? He was a parmesan with that asshole. Oh my god. It's exhausting. It's exhausting, dude. You have no idea. You have no idea. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Oh, you knew. Welcome. <laughs> Listen, let me just start out by saying podcast every Saturday, laughing at burgers, get with the fucking program. Okay? Secondly, more importantly, I appreciate everybody that understands what it is that I'm trying to do here.